Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of My Anime Journal and today we will be talking about first starting out of Hikari no Megami and this is an anime you can tell on the cover we have Link here from Legend of Zala and Pit and Palutena I, I don't actually know that character <coughs> um, she looks pretty though and it's just a short ad it's two minutes long I could only find the English dub for it however we can see in here that there definitely is a Japanese dub and I don't know it was it was, it was alright it's just a promotional video for the new Super Smash Bros Wii U and Super Smash Bros 3DS Oh yeah, because this is 2014, so this isn't even for like the Switch or anything. This is like an older ad. And so yeah, I mean, it's Super Smash Bros. video. It's, I don't know. It, it was, it was alright. It's kind of fun to see what an anime ad of Super Smash Bros. would look like. But it, it's not like it was an amazing video. <coughs> and the next anime I watched was Moldiver. And this is, it's a Maho Shoujo, I guess. That's also Mecha. And, yeah, it's a 90s OVA. See, it's kind of lewd costume designs. Like, I can pretty much see her underwear. Actually, no, I think that's just her suit. Um, yeah, <coughs> but... I don't know, it was alright. Oh, and this didn't show. Oh, no, there's English, yeah, because this does have an English dub. I watched it English dubbed, just because it was an option. And also because I didn't really want to watch it full screen, and it's easier to do that if you have a dub. And so, I don't know, it was, was alright. Um, I, I did enjoy it. It was cute. Had some nice story to it. It wasn't super memorable though. It's it's just 90s OVA kind of stuff. And oh next I watched Galaxy Angel. This this was very cute. And this also has a dub and this is actually short. So it's a TV short, 24 episodes, 13 minutes each. It also has a bunch of extra ones. There's Galaxy Angel Z which is actually the second one. This is nine episodes, but they are full length. And there's Galaxy Angel 3. That's, uh, oh, it's full length and 26 episodes. And Galaxy Angel, this last one is 13 episodes. So yeah, it's kind of a little weird. Every one is a different length. Um, <coughs> nine episodes is kind of a weird length for an anime. But yeah, that's how it was, and it was quite cute. So we have our protagonist, who's at, and this is early 2000s Moe, which I, I've already said I love. This is the main character, she has pink hair, and well, so she's a girl of 17. Yeah, so she's 17 years old. That means like she's... Oh, basically legal. She's quite cute. And... 
Yeah, the, the character designs in this are great, though. And, in fact, even in the dub, they do sound cute, which is, which is good. Because, I mean, not all dubs sound cute. A lot of them, it just sounds like woman, old woman, like, in their freaking 50s, trying to sound like little girls. And it's like, you really shouldn't be doing that. But this one, it, it all worked out. I think they did a good job. And, yeah, um, as for the plot, it was, <coughs> let me see, I, I'm just reading this. Yeah, I know, uh, I mean, there was supposed to be some kind of sci-fi plot to it, about being out in space and whatever, hence the name Galaxy Angel, but it is it's pretty slice of life. And... As for comedy, it, it was, there was some good comedy in it, so, if you like that kind of anime, then I would suggest it. If you're trying to look for a sci-fi, then it's probably not the best. Then there's the specials, they're also cute, like them as well. Again, they weren't amazing. VHS, <laughs> VHS only, wow, brings you back. And then after I watched Jirinko Chie, and this is Chie the Brat. There's also a TV series based on it that's quite long and obviously untranslated, but I mean, it exists if you can find it, which you might not be able to. But the movie was, it was alright. It was about, yeah, Chie, quite ugly looking girl who gets into trouble, has a dog and stuff. <coughs> and she, yeah, she bullies people and, and then she, you know, learns her lesson and all that. It's a very simple plotted story. I don't get how you could make a... 64 episode anime about such a simple story but obviously someone thought it would be a good idea and but yeah I don't know it, it was alright kind of a nice story for a kind of obscure movie it wasn't that bad and the next anime I watched was Ozora Undergirls and this is like idols, but it isn't related to anything else. It's just an opening animation for the mobile game. And it's. Yeah, it has an. It says the game is expected to launch sometime in 2017. So this is like a promotional video. And so. Yeah, it was, it was cute. It's idol stuff. I don't know. I mean. Idol music video, no, nothing, nothing too important there, but it was cute, so I liked it. And then this one's gonna be a bit bigger of a thing to talk about. So I'll drink some water. Okay, <clears throat> so this is Yo Johan Shin Wa. Taike, or also known as the Tatami Galaxy. You've probably heard about this anime before. 
won a grand prize for animation category in 2010. Oh, that makes sense because it's from 2010. Yeah, but this is it's now the art style is quite unique. I mean, it's the same stuff that this guy usually makes, or or maybe the oh wait, this is made from a real novel, not a light novel. Um, but yeah, the the story it's about a guy. What uh, he doesn't have a name. This says Watashi here because the, uh, he refers himself to as Watashi, even though yeah that 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 means I. That's a first person pronoun, so he doesn't actually have a name. But yeah, um, yeah. So he doesn't have a name, but he is his character is that he spends two years on various things so he spends these two years training a very specific thing and and then he thinks oh wait I, I wasted that two years what if I could just turn the time back and boom a time turns back but apparently this isn't time travel <laughs> and he has no memory of the other of his past things he's done in previous two-year segments but yeah he just spends two years on various things it's it's a weird story so remember one of them was like biking and another one was uh like working out and and also there was a time that he was just kind of stuck in his like studio apartment um just kind of chilling and getting depressed um yeah there's a bit of continuity between the episodes it's it's a very weirdly written story and i didn't actually understand it at first like, I thought, oh, how odd. How come it's, like, you know, there's two, two years to keep on happening. And yet there's, like, this witch who gives him something new every time. Or it's, uh, gives him advice every time. And the price keeps on going up. And at one point he said, like, man, it's getting really expensive. Like, as if he had known about the, the previous ones. But apparently those just outside of time and reality that he had said that because in reality that's actually just a just a joke it's a little gag and he actually has no conscience of the fact that he's been going back in time so many times <clears throat> a little like Madoka except in Madoka Homura is completely aware of the time travel whereas in this no one is aware of the fact that they're traveling through time a bunch of times, which makes things rather confusing. Also, is fairly similar to the Endless Eight in the way of time travel, but it's it's not like there's this one thing that they're trying to accomplish. It's more just they're time traveling for the sake of time traveling, basically. And yeah, um, yeah, so. In terms of conclusion, I actually can't remember what it was. It was it's quite trippy though. If you're looking for a trippy anime, then this would be a good choice. 
but if you like your anime to just be very easily consumed and not have to really think about anything while watching it, then it's definitely an anime you need to avoid. Also, just to let you know, if you've ever seen Take You, um, this anime, do you know how fast they talk? It's, it's like extremely fast. Another example is say if you take an anime and play it at like three times speed, and it's, it's really difficult to keep up with the subtitles, right? Just because it's going so fast. Well, this anime is like that, but it's not like Take You where it's only two minutes per episode. It is a full 24, or 23, I guess, but it's their full length, and it's just super fast speed talking, and it's hard to keep up with subtitles. You need to pause it all the time, or you just need to get faster at reading. It's it's frustrating, but, I mean, if, if you're, you're good at reading, then it shouldn't be that big of a deal. Just to let you know. And if you're used to... If you always watch your anime at 3.5 times speed, then Tatami Galaxy is an anime you really need to watch at 1 times speed. Because, I, I mean, you're already going to be used to that at that point. But you really do not want to speed it up. It's, it's already too fast. <clears throat> um, the next anime I watched is Yamano Susume Omae oh Day Present. And this is, it's, I mean, it's Yamano Susume. Like, Yamano Susume is adorable. It's one of the... It is the my my favorite anime of all time. Like the, I, if you go to my like my page here, it's right up here. Anime, I, I list as number one. It is just such a fantastic anime. And now this this OVA, it's just a 26 minute OVA. So it's actually the longest episode in the entire series, because they're usually quite short. In fact, this is actually getting close to the time of the full first season. But it's in terms of uh, the episodes, it it was a cute episode. So I believe this was the one about like gluing acorns and stuff. But it was definitely a cute episode. Um, no no complaints at all. Um, it wasn't as good as the as the other stuff, like as the first season or the second season or now the third season. Third season was actually really good. Uh, I will be talking about that later in the series. But as for just this individual OVA, it's it was really good. It, I mean, it was it wasn't amazing, but it it was good. It was. I mean, it's, it's the Amino Susume. Oh, I mean, the Amino Susume is always good. And it's anime original, so it's not from the manga. But a lot of the episodes weren't from the manga anyway. Some of the episodes were even tr adapted back into the manga, which I think is hilarious. But I will be talking about that later when I get to talking about all of the anime I've ever seen. But, yeah, this... This one, it was nice to see the Yamano Susume girls again. They're also beautiful. And, and yeah, it's it's just, it's a cute OVA. If you're watching Yamano Susume, then definitely don't skip it. But it's just obviously not a standalone. 
And the next one, oh, this is going to be a big one. Shoujo Shumatsu Yoko. I, this is, again, one of my favorite anime of all time. Like, you can see I've given it the 10 out of 10, top tier. Oh, yeah, there's uh, some short as well. I haven't seen that, though. Uh, I probably should. But this this series is, is just so good. So... Obviously they're cute. Uh, we've we already know the dab, the shoujo, shoujo shumats dab. Sure, you're you're familiar with this little meme. Just you know them them going into the dab, but yeah, th these two characters are. So we have Yuli and Chito. And one thing I noticed is that it's it's actually quite similar to um, to the story of of mice and men. So Cheeto is is more like the level-headed character trying to, you know trying to actually organize this project that. They're in a society where, like, everyone's dead. It's post-apocalyptic. Who knows what happened to everyone all... I think it's... It was just military. Just everyone killed each other. And so there's a bunch of military stuff left around. Still some rations and stuff. And weapons and whatnot. But... Now this girl is actually really bad at using weapons. But she's good at planning. And so she has this plan that she wants to get to the very top of their universe, or their world, or whatever. The, the world's made in layers for whatever reason. And so she wants to get to the very top. And this girl doesn't actually understand much about planning or anything, but she's good at following instructions. And she's also a lot stronger than her. So... And she's good at using weapons. So, I mean, that, that's all important stuff. So, together, they form a good team. Whereas, her on her own, she would be able to plan stuff. But, without knowing how to use weapons or, you know, being of any kind of significant strength, it would be difficult to really get anywhere. And, her, she, she doesn't actually know how to plan things. So... Getting anywhere would be difficult on her own. So as a team, they are much superior to how they would be if they weren't together. And so, I mean, that's that's just that's how I see it as being like similar to of Mason Men. I mean, it's not quite. She's not as big as Lenny, obviously, uh, nor is she quite as dumb, but she is pretty dumb. Uh, like, she was using books as fuel, even though Cheeto loves books, despite not being able to read, which is weird, but that's just how, how she is, that she says, we should be collecting knowledge, like, even if we're actually not physically capable of consuming the knowledge, if we can at least collect the knowledge and maybe we can find like an English speaker somewhere down the line who's able to translate it for us, hopefully. But, you know, at this point in time, they don't have any any way of actually 
extracting knowledge from from books but she still sees them as being valuable and yeah i mean they're both very interesting characters also when you get to like the end there's this weird um what was it nako nako This thing. What is this? I don't know what this is. It's called a knuckle though. Or a cut. And yeah, so they call it that because they think it looks like a cat. But it's actually this weird creature that consumes gunpowder instead of food. And yeah, I mean, it's an interesting thing in terms of evolution to make sense that there's no real biological food left there's very little and so but there's tons of gunpowder around because there's all the bullets and you know cannonballs or whatever the hell else there's a bunch of stuff that has gunpowder in it and they're like this can be fuel uh i i I have no reason not to accept this. And so, obviously, whichever animals were able to consume gunpowder as as food survived better than ones that couldn't. So that, that evolved out of that. Now, their actual bigger self. I wonder what this is from. I mean, that's cute, but it's not actually relevant. But, <clears throat> yeah, they're... They're interesting creatures. It, it wasn't super realistic, but in a way, it, it does make sense that those would exist. Also, their vehicle is interesting. It's, it has uh, one tire at the front and then treads at the back, which is a very specific type of vehicle. It looks like a tank, but it's not actually a tank. I can't remember what the title of that vehicle was but yeah it, I mean if if you like cute girls doing cute things then it's definitely an anime you need to check out if you like anime like adventure anime then it's also an anime you should check out like because it really is an adventure they you know they they go off and they try to find different things also if you like post-apocalyptic anime you should check this out. And yeah, um Yeah, it's 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 just an amazing anime overall. Definitely try it. Uh if you're only into action anime, obviously you shouldn't. But for most people that should be a good anime to watch. And the next anime I watched is called Jungle Taitei or also known as Kimba the White Lion. And so this you may have known about just because of the, fa the fact that it's well known for being related to another certain anime or animation called The Lion King. Jungle Tete is largely believed to be of influenced 
Disney's The Lion King, although Disney denies any relation between the two. Which is hilarious, since in reality, even the director, the director watched this as a kid, because this had an English dub. And so, this just played on TV, and the director of The Lion King sat and watched this when he was a child. And then when he was given the job of directing The Lion King, he thought, Oh, so we're doing an adaptation of Kimba the White Lion. Oh, that's cool. I I watched that as a kid. And then he was informed later that no, it actually wasn't Kimba the White Lion. No, this was um, supposed to be a completely original story. Unrelated to anything that existed before. But obviously he knows that it's not. And there's a name similarity of Kimba and Simba. And all everything is so similar. They even borrowed animation from it. It's ridiculous. But anyway, um, read by Tezuka Osamu, and also this is from a three-volume manga. And it's fifty-two episodes. Actually, it's not just fifty-two episodes. I thought it was fifty-two episodes, wasn't it? No, it's actually. That's the uh, longer than that, 78, and it's still the same adaptation. So it's it's a long one. Yeah, it, it, it's just it's yeah, 78 episodes from three volumes. That's a ridiculous amount. And so that's that's as bad as Speed Racer, but I I, I did like it. It's uh, the first full-color TV, TV anime, which is an interesting part of history. The actual anime is extremely fillery. wasn't as good as The Lion King. Lion King definitely is a much better version of the same general story. Also, it has some stupid stuff like Kimba trying to make the... Or Leo, or whatever. Kimba. I call him Kimba. Um... That he tries to turn all of the meat-eating animals into vegetarians, which was just very stupid. I mean, that doesn't even make sense. The guts aren't even proper for it. They're intended to eat meat. That's not meant for vegetables. That just doesn't make sense. I mean, there's things like cats really grass sometimes and stuff like that, and they can get nutrients from it, but it's not as efficient as eating meat. Because eating meat is what they're intended for. But clearly, whoever was making it didn't care. And... But I mean, yeah, that's that's just how these things are. Overall, it, was, it wasn't a bad anime. But... But, you know, it it wasn't amazing. And after that, I watched Aishen Kao Kelly Yang. I don't actually know how to Chinese. Uh, but it translates to Cupid's Chocolates. And so this it's a harem, actually. It's the harem, but it's Chinese. O and A, because most Chinese anime are O and A. 
Now the the main girl is actually super cute. Which is this this the girl? She might be. Oh uh, yeah. Okay, so this is the this character. We're just getting an, an actress here. Cupid's chocolates. Look, she's super pretty, right? She also has relatively large boobs. So I'm not 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 a big fan of that, but you know whatever. <clears throat> get what you get, right? Well, look at how pretty she is. Chinese definitely know how to draw good anime characters. Also, by the way, in the background, that's uh, that's a fire. If you can hear that. And the other character, here we have Tatame, which is also pretty. She has like pink hair and stuff. Look at her eyelashes. Super cute. And she's sort of like a fairy character, which is interesting. The other character is like his, the main character's girlfriend. So, you know, that's good to have like a nice relationship happening there. But it is, it's a harem, so I mean, yeah, harems, I, I don't really like them. It's, it's just not that interesting, they're kind of overused, and it's Chinese, Chinese isn't the best. So overall, it's just not that great of an anime. Wouldn't entirely recommend it, unless you're just a big fan of harem anime. The next one I watched is Math X Chobito Zukan. A series. Collaboration episodes featuring. Yeah, whatever. It's. Apparently, there's some other anime it's related to, which are also trash. This I just watched because of the anime watching challenge. Wow, that's a long one. And they were all trash. Very bad trash, actually. Don't recommend it whatsoever. The only reason why is just I watched it is because it was an anime from this studio, which I have the lowest score on. Understandably, since all of their anime are trash. And so, yeah, don't watch it. It's garbage. The next anime I watched is Musai Gen no Phantom World, which is better than those, but it's not good. <clears throat> In fact, fact, this is actually considered to be the worst anime from Kyoto Animation. Well, people were concerned back when Amagi Brilliant Park was labeled as an etchy anime. And it's like, oh no, Kyoto Animation is coming to an end. This is terrible. It wasn't actually an etchy. But this one is. This one doesn't actually have the etchy tag, but it's definitely an etchy anime. And there's a certain Phantom World Limbo scene. Limbo Jeff. That's pretty well known. This one. Plot. <laughs> and 
Now you probably look at this and think, what the hell were they thinking? Is, is there anything to this anime other than just boobs? And so this scene was actually that she was trying to limbo under this and she, yeah he might be electric or something but he's trying to limbo under this and so but he has massive tits so which are getting in the way of doing the limbo and so her strategy is to bounce them up and down and then limbo under when they're as compressed as they can be yeah yeah, that that's actual logic here, and and so clearly it's just meant for fan service. But I mean, yeah, that that was their logic, <clears throat> and so in terms of Kyoto animation, it is Kyoto animation quality, like in terms of animation, but in terms of story, man, they they were really selling out on this one. It this just looks like the most one of the trashiest novels you could find, and I guess someone must have just pitched it to them, and it's like I want you to adapt my light novel so it can sell better, and they were like, fine. I don't know. Maybe it was like a winner of uh, of one of their contests or something, but man, it was it really wasn't a good anime wasn't like absolute trash but as far as hair as far as like etchy light novels go it's not that good it's it's not like it's an above average etchy light novel adaptation because you'd think it's from kyoto animation like out of all the etchy light novels there are it they they just adapt everything well. And so why would an etchy light novel be any different? But it wasn't really as good as any of their other stuff. So if you're looking for if you're looking to watch it because it's Kyoto animation, then you shouldn't waste your time. Well, if you're like reborn and you just like watching etchy anime that don't have romance in them then this is a great anime to watch but if you're not reborn and you're not into super etchy anime then no, no just just don't bother and this next anime i watched is called maho shoujo ikusei keikaku and this it's an anime it's, uh, it's anime is trying to rip off Madoka Magica while being more edgy. And so, I don't know, if, if you like that kind of stuff, then go ahead. But, I mean, it's just like Madoka but edgier. And uh, Madoka was edgy enough. Uh, this is like, rather than it being trying to be interesting. So Madoka had some had a kind of thing about it that so like what if the what if um our 
what was it? The familiar character. Usually the familiar character is always like seen as like objectively good. Like there's never any time that you would question the familiar character. Like say in Card Captor Sakura, we have Karo-chan and he just tells her, "Oh yeah, I was kind of too lazy to to bother um protecting all of the cards and so when you knocked my book over and they just kind of fell everywhere uh so i'm gonna force you to find them even though it's actually my fault and so that's not nice of him he it was his fault that they got lost but now he's forcing sakura to to collect them again just because she happened to be there and but he's kind of just seen as being like infallible that even though it's not kind of him to do that it doesn't really seem to matter and sakura doesn't seem to mind she doesn't see him as being a villain as being like this evil character who's who just is super lazy and forces other people to solve his problems she doesn't think that way she she just accepts it. She just accepts it as a task that she needs to complete. And whereas in Madoka, it's not the same way. They, uh, Kyube is seen as a villain. And Kyube actually does something that, like, Kyube's whole, whole thing is he actually or she, or whatever, that, <clears throat> that they kind of think that what they're doing is, is right, that, that they need to restore the, um, you know, the thermodynamics or whatever, and, and he's seen as a villain, but in... In this one, it's not just that they're seen as a villain. Like, what Cuba is doing, Cuba doesn't know they're doing anything wrong. They think that what they're doing is just, it's just, you know, supply and demand, fair exchange. Uh, it doesn't matter. Whereas in this one, it's quite clear that the character, the, the familiar, is bringing these characters in just to watch them die. That, that's the only purpose. It's not like it's... Not like this is fueling anything. It's just they want to see girls kill each other for entertainment, and so it's it's not interesting. It's there's nothing actually interesting behind just seeing girls who are forced to kill each other. It's just like, oh yeah, I just uh, just brought you in here just so you could all kill each other and I can watch you die. Haha. <laughs> That's that's the whole plot. There's the familiar's actual reasoning is nothing. It's not to br bring equality to the universe or something. It's not to to set back the what is it um <clears throat> you know prevent the heat death of the universe or something. It, it's it's not even just to to solve a problem that they created. It's nothing. It's just to see them die. That's the only purpose of them being there. And so there's no actual benefit to it. 
Unless you just like to watch cute girls die. In which case, I mean, you're kind of weird, but I don't know. Um, now the, the character designs are really good. Very cute. Um, but, but yeah, uh, I wouldn't recommend it unless you're just a fan of cute girls dying. Because it's definitely not darker than Madoka, it just has more blood. And this next anime I watched is called Demi-chan wo Katari-tai, or Interviews with Monster Girls. And this was a great anime, actually. Um, so, the main character here is actually this guy, Tetsuo Ta Katahashi, or Iron Man. I don't remember him having that nickname actually but so he's actually like a kind of he's like a bit older than the rest of them I don't know he's in like his 20s or 30s but he's like the teacher there and he has all these monster girls around him and he's trying to you know learn more about them also one of the girls here is actually a math teacher who's a succubus and I mean, obviously she's super pretty because she's a succubus, but also it's just kind of interesting. And she wears this, you know, this outfit, just like a gym outfit. And why does she wear that? Because if she wore anything scantier than everyone would just be like instantly attracted to her. And, uh, and yeah, so, so she kind of like tries to hide her succubus nature. And not just make every guy around her fall in love with her. That's what succubuses do. And so we have this girl who's a vampire. This is the ice girl. She like turns into into ice. This is the like headless girl. Like she has she has a head, but it's not attached to her body. And so it means that her body can be going out doing whatever, and then her head can be staying for various things. And so it's kind of like her, her whole body is split in half, so she can do different things in that way. Uh, which is kind of neat. And I actually don't remember what, girl, what that girl did. But all of the characters are super unique, and it's, it's very interesting to see what they do. And so yeah, if if you're a fan of these kind of cute anime, oh, an ordinary human, that would make sense. I wonder I didn't remember her. Um, no, but they're all super interesting characters. I I totally recommend it. If if you like cute anime or if you like Monster Girls or you know whatever, if if you like anything in here, it's it's very cute. And next anime I watched was Flip Flappers. Another magical girl anime. It's also supposed to be like kind of dark or something. The 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 mobs look super weird. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It, it was alright. It wasn't amazing. I don't have as much to say about it as as the magical girl raising project. It's not as interesting, but it's also not like terribly bad, like that one is. It's just just bland. Um, there wasn't much interesting to happen in it. I 
think it's meant for adults, but at the same time, there's nothing specifically in it that would really prevent kids from watching it. Uh, there, there wasn't, like, anything terribly violent in it. Uh, so if you want to show this to your kids, you probably could. Although you could also just show them a regular Magical Girl anime, it wouldn't matter. And this next anime I watched... Oh boy, Najika. Najika Dengeki uh, Sakusen. And so this is an actually... So this is the main character, Najika. Looks pretty enough, right? She's also a very short skirt, you can tell. Um, a lot of legs showing. <coughs> but, yeah, the kind of importance here is that the camera is always pointed up. It feels like the camera, like usually when you have a normal anime, the camera is at somewhere around body level. It's it's usually just like, you know, taking shots of the characters' bodies or of their heads often. And, you know, just showing them in their normal lives and, or in cool fights or whatever. But in this one, the camera is actually usually situated on the ground. Which means that what you're looking up at is the character's underwear. Um... Let's see we have here that the that the camera is right down here. As it's not like up here, it's it's right down on the ground. And so oftentimes we or actually most of the shots, the the camera is actually staring directly up their skirts. Since all of the characters are wearing skirts, even though they're uh, they're spies. It's not like that's actually going to help them in their job. It's just this fan service. And also the the purple-haired girl is a robot. So, you know, that's, that's interesting, I guess. Um, she's sexualized the same as the rest of them are. As you can see here, they just have a very, very normal shot of, uh, of these girls. In terms of... In terms of how this is normally presented, this is pretty average. Uh, but you can see that it's designed in a way that all three of their panties are showing. And that, that's just how it works. And yeah, I mean, if you're a big fan of panty shots, then this is going to be uh, a wonderland for you. It's just panty galore. And if you're not a fan of panty shots, then yeah, this is this is gonna be a pretty bad anime for you. If you cringe every time you see a panty shot, then then it's just just non-stop cringing. Also, if you take a shot every time you see a panty shot, like if you take a literal panty shot and it's like you see a panty and you take a shot then you're gonna have alcohol poisoning by the end of episode one. It, it's that bad. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, lots of panties, that's for sure. If you like panties, then uh, this is an anime for you. If you like spies and uh, would rather not to have a bunch of sexualization in your spy anime, then uh, please avoid that one. 
Uh, next anime I watched or was uh, I finished uh, was Hungry Days because I actually started this in mid 2017. And so Hungry Days is an anime that's a, it's a noodle commercial. So there's six episodes, each 30 seconds, and they're it's about com noodles. And so these are all from <coughs> all these characters. Uh, these are actually just from various anime. So we have Kiki from Kiki's Delivery Service, the Ghibli film, and she's used to sell noodles. Like that—that's that's dumb. And we also have Haiti, Girl of the Alps. We have Tombo from also from uh, the Keys Delivery Service. Peter is from Girl of the Alps. Uh, this guy is from Sazai San. Yeah, they have a, c a couple characters from Sazai San in there. Uh, Sazai herself. And yeah. Uh, People definitely say it's, it's kind of like an abomination to every single anime that it parodies in order to try to sell com noodles. It's pretty disgusting. Like, why would you want to be doing that? But, someone thought it was a good idea. Anyway, the next anime I watched was Ulahala. Ulahala Shi. Ulahala Shi. And this, it's an anime about creativity, actually, which is quite, it's quite close to home for me. Uh, so, have uh, this main girl has her big fluffy twin tails, and she has Yaiba as well, which is cute. Actually, these are like, she's like a fashion designer, so, because she really likes to dress in style. Or some sort of style, anyway. She likes to be creative with her outfits, which is nice. And also, yeah, like the big fluffy twin tails, which is cute. It's like this whole pastel art style that they have, which I think is really cute. And and also, yeah, this girl has horns. And this girl has, like, cat ears and stuff. Uh, so, which is, I, I like that. But yeah, it's yeah, it's about creativity, and it's about how you know them trying to be popular, trying to to make it actually make it out as as creators, and it it isn't working for them, and they find this like weird jelly stuff that's supposed to help them, and it seems to, but it's actually only you know I'm not gonna give any spoilers, but. It it really hits so close to home for me. A lot of the stuff, it's like, wow, man, yeah. If I was told this jelly would make me popular, I'd totally take it. But yeah, I mean, if if you're a creator, if you know anyone who's a creator, this it it's. I mean, it feels realistic in that sense, and also especially if you like moe, uh, it's because it's super moe. It's it's like pastel and stuff. The actual animation quality isn't very high, but, you know, it's, it's, it's a minor thing to, to overlook. And, 
because yeah, the, the the designs are great. See, like all of her outfits are super pretty, and so yeah, yeah, you should totally check it out if you're into melee, if you're into creating. Like, if you're a creator yourself, you should definitely check that out. It's um, it's kind of niche to be doing that, but you know, it's it's just how it is. Anyway, this next anime I watched is uh, Bishoujo Yugi, or Yugi Unit Crane Game Girls. And so this is a much, much lower uh, budget anime. And also, they even have a sequel for some reason, which is like way longer than the original, which is completely unnecessary. But these three girls were just, you know, ordinary high school girls, and then they were given this whole task of, uh, of becoming, you know, the crane game girls. And you get these special outfits to play crane games, which is a very easy thing to do. But. I mean, <clears throat> it, it's it's just silliness, and they're not even that good at doing the crane games, uh, and they're told to yeah become idols as well, um, but yeah, nothing ever works out for them. They they just pour at the end as well. Not a spoiler. It's just you know that's just how the anime is, and yeah, no, it's 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 pretty bad. I wouldn't recommend it at all. Wouldn't recommend it to my enemy. Um, it was cute, but no, no, just just don't even bother. Um, and yeah, that that's it for today. Uh, I hope you enjoyed, and I hope to see you again next time. Goodbye.